This is for the others out there, the other ambitious people who want to play at a higher level in their life. It's time to get curious and get real. Join me, and together, let's find the others. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Find the Others Podcast. Joshua Church, your host here, and I'm grateful to have you with me. All right, I owe you all a story today. Today, I wanted to share what my last week was all about, where I had a nice little plot twist and was not able to finish the seven-day silent meditation retreat that I set out for. So uh, I'm really excited to share this one because the plot twists don't stop. The curveballs don't stop. And it's always so funny. But this is like, this is part of it. Like the, the plot twist is why we keep watching the movies. The the drama is why we're enthralled. The curveballs are what make life interesting. It would be boring if it was just all cut and dry, what we expect. So I'll preface by saying that. Um, and I will also mention that I am fully healthy now. So thank you for all the texts. Um, as I was not feeling too well, which is the reason why I was unable to complete the expedition. So here's the situation. Friday, I drive up to the mountains from Denver to the retreat center up in the, up in the mountains, and I'm set to do a seven day silent meditation retreat. Now I'm thinking that it's going to be one thing. I had some expectations and my expectations were cool. We get a week off the grid. I'm able to focus on some reading and some writing and some meditation and take this uh, in, in noble silence and be able to just really go inward for this week. And uh, I get up there Friday and it's a beautiful, beautiful facility up there. I settle into my room, which is really comfortable and cozy. And there's a desk and I'm feeling all the good vibes. I even had a couple hour journaling session and some reading before we started our with dinner and orientation. So I'm thinking, sweet, this is going to be an awesome week. Then after orientation, uh, I as orientation starts unfolding, I realize that this is a little bit different than what I had expected in that way. Um, not better or worse, just a bit different. Uh, it ended up being a bit more intense and intensely focused on meditation than I had thought previously. So uh, as I was learning through our orientation, uh, there would be no reading, no writing, um, no speaking, which was the big part that I knew of, um, no eye contact also. So it's something they call modest eyes, which is cultivating um, just no eye contact with other people besides the, the instructor. And so you can really be inward in your own experience. And uh, and then you're going to be meditating for pretty much 10 hours a day. So the way that the schedule worked was roughly 7 to 8 a.m. meditation, and you're just sitting in a meditation room with masks on, which was not fun, but sitting uh, 7 to 8 a.m. meditation, uh, sitting on a cushion, and then 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. breakfast, 9 a.m. to 12.30 meditation, 12.30 to like 2.30 lunch break, and then 2.30 to 6.30 meditation, 6.30 to 7.30 uh, dinner break, and then 7.30 to basically 10 o'clock meditation. So pretty much meditating all day, uh, which is great, and there's, I'm sure there's a lot of value for it. But I, I realized very quickly um, after our first evening session and we kicked things off on Friday, I was thinking, yeah, you know what? If I could go back, I probably, I probably would do this retreat a little bit differently and probably do it my own way. Like I'd love to come up here into the mountains, but probably do my own program and maybe do meditation for a couple hours a day or for, for a big chunk of it, but others otherwise have time for myself to be working on some writing or some other projects or some deeper introspection. introspection. So that was kind of the retreat that I felt like I, I wanted. Um, and, but 
it, it seemed to be a bit more intense, but I was there. So part of the process. All right, cool. I'm here. Like I'm going to lean in and enjoy it. I'm sure there's a lot of value I can get and probably, probably a ton more value in a different way and different breakthroughs from being able to really drop into this silence and in this meditation in this way. So I'm like, all right, cool. We're here. Let's let it ride. So Saturday morning, after a nice stressful sleep Friday night, Saturday morning arrives and we do the first uh, meditation session, breakfast. And then as we're into the second meditation session before lunch, I start feeling a little bit off. And I wasn't sure if it was just kind of my body detoxing or decompressing. Um, but I started feeling a little bit, a little bit off. And then after lunch, I started feeling really bad, starting to feel nauseous a little bit, some stomach issues, just not feeling quite comfortable. And and, uh, and then over the next couple hours in meditation, it kind of, es- it escalated. And, you know, when you're not feeling well, there's few things that are worse than just not being distracted and just being in a room and, uh, told to just focus on your breath and in silence. So, um, so it kind of, I felt like was exacerbating a little bit and then it just continued to get worse and worse, um, was showing some not so fun symptoms and I'm not going to go into details of sharing, but started feeling some body aches and shakes. So now I'm starting to show some flu symptoms. So I'm thinking, oh crap, this is a thing now. So after the evening meditation, um, over before the dinner break, I went straight, I couldn't think about eating, went straight back to my room, knocked out, took a nap, hoping it was going to make me feel better. I woke up feeling 10 times worse. And then I knew, okay, I'm definitely coming down with something. This is, this is a thing. So after the, the evening meditation session around nine or 10 PM, I pulled the instructor aside after into a different room and shared, hey, I'm not feeling so hot. I, I think I might come down with the flu or something. They did gave me a COVID test, which I was negative, thankfully, um, but I just wasn't feeling well. And we were up at high altitude and I just took this as a sign that it was time for me to go. <laughs> and they had suggested because we were at such high altitude that um, it, it doesn't help those symptoms to go back down into town and stay at a hotel or motel for the night and see how I feel and come back. So I, I took that as a sign and, and, I, and I went down off the mountain and uh, I ended up staying up the whole night, throwing up really rough, rough night, um, drove back to Denver and where my brother lives. And the next morning I, w- I woke up and was intent on going home. And, and because at that point I was not, <laughs> not feeling hot at all. So I uh, was able to keep some Pedialyte, some saltine crackers down. So I changed my flight after another negative test and, and, and flew home to San Diego. So I ended up getting back to San Diego Sunday night and uh, spent Sunday night and Monday just kind of in bed sick and recovering. And then Tuesday I woke up and I was pretty much 100% fine on Tuesday, like 95% fine on Tuesday. And then Wednesday I woke up and I was hundred percent, I was back to normal. So it was, it seemed like a, like a 48 hour kind of stomach flu or stomach virus that I, that I, that I came down with. So, uh, and then I was taking off the whole week of work cause I was expecting to be completely off the grid and not be, um, uh, not be talking or be meditation all day. And so I decided to stay com- unplugged and I just got a chance to do the retreat and get the retreat that I actually needed. So I got the chance to and just focus on some writing and some reading and just take it slow and easy and slow down and do a little staycation for my apartment here in, in San Diego. And it's really interesting. So there's a lot to debrief around this. Uh, firstly, I got to say, we get what we need. We always get what we need. I got the retreat that I needed. And it wasn't the retreat that I had expected or thought, but I got the retreat that I needed. And actually, I got the retreat that I wanted. And I'm grateful for my body for one, being able to detox and purge whatever 
whatever trigger was that was making me sick. Um, and also listening to it and getting off the mountain and being like, I, I don't want to be sick up here. And I don't, I don't want to, I, I, I don't need to stay up here. I don't need to power through this. There's nothing I have to prove. So the, the other big takeaway is that the, the experience isn't just what happens in a container. Like this is life. It, it happens outside of the container. It's like coloring outside of the li- line. It's all about how you handle the unexpected. I learned this with my Iron Man experience, which I'll share in another podcast episode. But the, the greater challenge comes from not the actual expedition or adventure or or retreat that you're doing, but it comes from your relationship with that thing. It comes from how you're approaching that thing. It comes from how you respond when there's curveballs that get thrown your way with that thing. So I still had the I still had the retreat that I needed and it was just such a great reminder too to trust the process. And it was just a little bit different than I expected. And I can really see that it was what I needed. So the the plot twist is great. And then the other thing too is I, I did feel Friday night when we were doing kind of the orientation, people were sharing why they're, you know, what they're looking forward to, their intention for being here. Um, I kind of had this feeling. I was just like, you know what? I actually don't feel like I need to be here. Uh, and it was a great reflection I had, which was that, you know, the need to go into an extreme like this doesn't necessarily feel required for me because of the practice and integration work that I'm committed to doing on the regular. I, I, I do mindset sessions and, and sessions with, with mentors on the regular, on the biweekly basis. I'm committed to doing my journaling on a daily basis and getting and, and committed to the practice. I'm, I'm nowhere near done or perfect. I don't, never will be. None of us will be. But I think it was another great reminder of like, you know, I don't, I didn't need that extreme shakeup to get me the breakthrough. The breakthrough was that I didn't need the breakthrough, if that makes sense. So I thought that was pretty cool too. And also a great indicator because I, I kind of felt as people were going around sharing, like, oh, I'm excited to, you know, to just be a little bit more present in my life or not be on my phone as much um, or detox from my, my computer or um, be in nature a bit more. And I was reflecting, I'm like, wow, I'm so grateful and lucky that I've baked this into my life. On a, on, I love my life. Like I do a digital detox every single week, every Saturday for Shabbat. I don't work. I don't do use my computer or my phone. And um, I get into nature. I go surfing multiple times a week or I go take a walk on the beach or go into nature and have that that time. And I have time in solitude on a daily basis. That's a ritual that I've baked in and that I've built into my practice of, of sitting with my journal, my coffee and myself and and just being in that space, in that, in that solitude, in that in introspection space. And that's a muscle that I've been building for several years. So those are some of the takeaways that I had that I think were really important. Hopefully some of you can take away from it as well that, you know, I'm sure there was a lot that I could have got from being there in silence and even just in a day of silence, a day and a half of silence, there were some profound takeaways too. But, uh, but I, I, but I feel like this was, this was the retreat experience that I needed. So the last thing that I do want to share is that uh, another reflection through this process is I'm so blessed and so treated with people who care about me coming home and not feeling well, never fun. But I was able to walk into my apartment and I had, uh, two of my dear friends, Kat and Marsh, they stacked my fridge with some nourishing drinks and some fresh, uh, fruit from the farmer's market and some bone broth. I had my cousin Isaac brought me some COVID tests as well. Uh, with a nice cute sticky note. And then my friend Yussi, who's a chiropractor, came over on Monday and gave me an adjustment, brought me some vitamins to really look after me. My mom and my aunt made me a nice pot of chicken soup. So I just felt so treated. 
and I'm so blessed to be able to have that. So if nothing else too, it was such a beautiful reminder and, uh, an experiment to be able to, when you're not feeling hundred percent or not feeling well, to see how you can have community around you to support you and, and rally around to help you feel better, which is, so, I'm so lucky. Cause I know that not, not everybody is as lucky to have that. Um, and a reminder, and I'm excited to pay that forward to other friends and to go above and beyond when someone needs and to be able to articulate and express my gratitude to those people. So that was the week that I had. It was eventful. It was a lot. And uh, I got so much what I needed. I was able to focus on some 2021 reflection and do some 2022 vision and goal planning and and get some of my goals lined up and, and really feel like I had that recharge uh, that I was looking for. And I did it all for my home. And I think that it's something that I'm going to plan on doing uh, more consistently is just a couple days here and there off the grid, taking off from the immediate obligations of like the important and urgent stuff and be able to focus on the Stephen Covey talks about the quadrant three of actions, the important but not urgent, the the tasks thing and the, the projects that you're working on, the things that, that are really important that you do, but they're not urgent. So these are the things that usually take the back burner. So it was a great time for me to focus on some of those things and some of these bigger projects that I'm working on that I'm really excited about for 2022 and to have the space to do that, to have the comfort of my my home to do that and the, the nature around me here in San Diego to do that and to be to not have to feel like I need to be completely off the grid and do some sort of extreme environment to get that recharge. So lots of great takeaways. And, you know, this is still fresh. This is still within the past week right now. So I'm sure there's going to be many more to come as uh, this experience, as I continue to extract value from this experience. But uh, this is the this is the this is the colorful part about life with the plot twists and the curveballs. This is why this is what makes the movie worthwhile. So lots of love to you all. Uh, glad to be back. Glad to be back here on the podcast. Excited to continue to bring you as much uh, insight and stories and, and values I possibly can throughout 2022. So lots of love. Hope you enjoy the holiday weeks here and I will see you all next time. Take care.